uh UFO Food Show that is um your guy Nani and uh joining me on board it's Kumbi Ropa and uh Papi. Uh so it was the as usual it was a week of Champions League and Europa. Plenty of ties uh played over you know, during those uh two days and um we are through to the group stages you are actually halfway through the halfway through the group stages and plenty of ties and points to be played ahead of next week's match day four and um, some teams like Barcelona they need they really need points they've got three points up to now and they need uh with Inter on position number two on six and uh Bayern Munich runaway leaders on uh on, on nine points so in group C Inter Milan hosted Barcelona at San Siro and um they they both needed points uh Barca with some few injuries on that on their neck but they on its own they tried to make a, a good account of themselves they played well but the goal came from Hakan Chanolu uh it was like a, a power driver and uh it was three points for the for three points for the Inter Milan fans and what this means it is Bagari uh, Bagari are really in trouble right now and um they need points ahead of next week retain leg against Inter Inter Milan going forward I, I I don't know if it's the perfect time for Xavi to make some changes or what. But what's so what, what's interesting is uh, in La Liga he has played 18 away league games and no defeat. But in Champions League, it's three games, a uh, three away games and three losses on the trot. So it's really it's not really a bed of roses for Xavi and this man. And time is really running running out for him. Last last season they managed to play Europa because of this uh chance they were missing and uh, losing games thick and thick and fast right now it's time for them to pick up the points and uh move Bayern Munich playing against they played against Victoria Pizen they won 5-0 goals from Leroy Sané brace Sadio Mane as well and uh, Nabri in a super sub uh Chupa Moting uh perfect way Europa for this uh Bayern Munich side and it seems like there was some freedom Leroy Sane Leroy Sane had some freedom going uh going uh, up there and the movement mind you we're saying they're entirely on those in the side so where where will the goals um come from right now it seems like the goals were spread everyone was happy so is it uh is the the season really kicked on for this uh Bayern Munich side um I think you could say so you know Leroy Sane had been criticized in recent games um for not appearing for not scoring for not being effective but he had two goals uh and Serge Gnabry as well he had Sergio Mane as well you know I'm really glad that the Bayern Munich side unlike last season where it was all on Lewandowski now everyone is sharing the responsibility and you know they were not afraid of their opponent they came in scored five goals you know did not even give them a chance and it showed that yeah like you said Bayern Munich are back Okay, what seems to be a mystery, like in on, on the, in this group, especially the Baga game, Ropa, uh, there was a clear handball on Dumfries uh, late in the game, and uh, everyone could see. Even Jab, the expression of Jab, he was, mm. and even Dumfries was looking like he was looking away. He knew he was very guilty. So, but the ref didn't go. There, the, the, the decision didn't go to the to the monitor for the VAR officials. Then I would know if. The use of well, what's 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 really the use of the VR like we always uh, allude to, and um, is does Javi um, is he supposed to be filming or is he a, a, does he have a right to be filming Javi Papi? Because it seems like it was a clear handball, but the the VR officials were acting silently on that. I think it was a handball. 
But uh, yet again, the controversy surrounding VAR has come to play again. But for me, look, Barcelona, regardless of the fact that uh, there was no uh, Lewandowski, I think uh, Lewandowski was playing. Yeah, Lewandowski was playing. I think the fact is that uh, they need to pull up their socks uh, because, look, they are on, on third position going into the fourth round of the Champions League. Uh-huh. This simply means that there is now pressure on Xavi and his men. Uh, they need they need to win the, the return leg against uh, Inter Milan. If they do not win, I think they are hindering their chances of, of, of qualifying for the knockout stages. We don't be surprised if uh, Barcelona is going to, to, to the Europa League again. Okay. in trouble, Robert. Uh, yes, I agree with Papia. They're, they're in a lot of trouble right now. And um, it was interesting that after the game, Javi said his team suffered an injustice uh, because um, Pedri's goal was Pedri's goal awarded. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it, it doesn't make sense to, to bemoan decisions. You know, it's not, why didn't they score again? You know, you can't just dwell on that one goal. So right now, I'm with Papi. They might be headed for the Europa League. Okay, um, Ropa. Meanwhile, Liverpool, uh, Bolcom Rangers at at, at Enfield, and um, they won two uh, two nil. Goes from a uh, penalty from Mo Salah, and also Kumbi. You know you're a fan of yeah. I'm not a fan of uh, uh, Liverpool. Um, Trent usually Trent was having a, a good game. It actually walled uh, your goal, brilliant free, free kick on its own, and um, finally, and uh, what away from. Uh, Jürgen Klopp to sub off uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold with uh, a minute to go. Good standing of standing ovation for for him and also the confidence booster. Yes, Trent has been suffering from confidence crisis ever since the season began. People were very critical of him and they were stating that he should be paged. Inconsistent performances, but the Rangers game is shown that he can be that right back that can compete. In terms of the top club competition, the UEFA Champions League, and also prove Southgate that I'm waiting to go to Qatar. Because remember, Trent showed that I can be the right back. We can utilize set pieces, of which England is a problem of not converting set pieces, especially free kicks. But Trent has proved himself that I'm the man for the job and he has delivered that through scoring that free kick against strangers. It just shows an improvement from what the other matches Trent has been playing. But overall, Liverpool performance shows that there's been a, a total evolution. Evolution of tactics. Not evolution. Evolution. <laughs> <laughs> from a 4 3 3 slash 4 2 3 1 to a 4-4-2. Jota and Nunes were the frontmen. Salah was playing as the usual position. So that is the new formation of Liverpool, which gives them superior advantage in defence, locks in the defence and strengthens the midfield. Thiago was able to focus on his midfield duties. Anderson was able to distribute the ball. Van Dijk was ensuring that the clean sheet was already there. This is one of the few matches that Liverpool has managed to keep a clean sheet. This is in all competitions. So that is a achievement from the from the Reds. A redemption for Trent Alexander-Arnold Robert. 
Yes, uh, it's been under fire recently. Uh, people saying, you know, with the World Cup looming, that is not worthy of being in the England squad. But it was about time for him to remind people of his quality because I still believe he's a very talented right back. So yes, redemption was saved. Okay, so in other in other games of the of this, of this group in Amsterdam, Napoli thrashed Ajax six six one. It was actually a brutal punishment from them, and uh, no Messi touch getting the red card as well. And the talking point was uh, was the result on so after the game. It seems like it's it's the worst result of Ajax in European history, and um, he, Ajax was playing uh, wonderful football before the prior to this game. But after this game, and uh, with the Napoli's onslaught, does it does Napoli have a say uh, in in that group, like topping the group or even challenging for 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 the Champions League as well? Uh, Papi, we're going forward. They're playing very well. They dis- dismantled Ajax. Can you expect more from them from this Napoli side? Or oh, it's same old, same old, same old Napoli. I think so far so good for for the men from Naples. I think they're in contention of of, of qualifying for the next uh, phase of the tournament, the knockouts. But uh, as for Ajax, I think it was just one of those days where you just have a bad day in the office. I think it's it's unheard of in the Champions League that Ajax loses. Uh, with, with such a huge goal margin, so I think it was just one of those days, a fluke maybe. But Napoli, I think they're in it. They're, they they have a chance of qualifying to, into the knockout stages. Okay, rightly so, Papi. And our Group P feature features Chelsea, AC Milan, Salzburg, and um, Zagreb. Porto at home versus uh, AC Milan. At first, you know, Chelsea weren't really playing well before the game, before the goal. They were just, they were passive. They were passing the ball sideways. Okay, it was okay for the team and uh, maybe they really needed that goal. And after that goal, the moment, momentum changed. They were quick on the passes, the, those quick passes and even the, the confidence, confidence level. It, it, it actually upped. So, Fofana actually opened the, the account. Uh, though Emmanuel has actually Emmanuel, he got an injury after uh, soon after and then Aubameyang again uh, with a goal and also James uh, uh, Thunderbolt on its own puppy uh, far from perfect far from perfect from this side for far from perfect from, from, from this Chelsea side but it, it gives a, a real hope for Chelsea fans as a whole going forward how good is uh, this Chelsea side and Porter can we really are we seeing the difference already Ropa Uh, Yes, I think we are. You know, Chelsea are moving the ball faster. You know, there are some players who are trying to get it um, into the midfield a bit more. Whereas with Tuka, they're just passing the ball backwards and sideways. Um, So I think it was a very good game. You know, I hadn't enjoyed a Chelsea game in a long time. But this one, you know, even the morale of the fans and Aubameyang coming in as a striker he's very, very well experienced you know he's always at the right place at the right time and you know even going back to his goal during the weekend against Crystal Palace like he doesn't even have to look to see where the gate is he just knows he's in the right position and he's going to get in and of course Beast James I mean that was an incredible goal Beast James. And maybe he should be a, a striker or something because he's <laughs> he's out of this world and he's only 22 years old so I can already see the changes with Porter and he even said he spoke to the players and they acknowledged that they were not playing well and he said that's a good starting point for any coach when your players acknowledge that they're not at their best and they can still do better so 
It seems there was a switch at the switch at the back. Uh, he reverted to to a back three. Is it is it that is is flex Graham Potter is flexible or since Kulibala played in Italy to uh, incorporate him into the squad, puppy to incorporate into the squad, and also with Fofana, young lad coming in. Look, one thing you have to understand with Graham Potter is that he's not a rigid manager. What he was doing uh, previously. Uh, at Brighton was that he, he was unpredictable in terms of uh, player selection and uh, team formation. So I think it was in the back of his mind that look, uh, Koulibaly has spent uh, most of his career playing in Italy. We play, Chelsea played against AC Milan, an Italian opponent. So I think it was important, even for his psychology as well, uh, Koulibaly, that he had to start. And rightfully so, I think I think the back three formation was 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 justified by the three 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 new uh, win. They, they they did not concede a goal. Okay, um, Ropa, I'm I'm sure I know you've got a soft spot towards towards Chelsea, but how was the feeling as well in the stadium? Because AC Milan are losing three 0 but the fans they up there just singing, supporting the those those traveling fans. They were singing loud, supporting the the, the AC Milan. Uh, yes, uh, you know, remember, coming into this game, Chelsea were, had not been playing very well. So, I think as as a fan, you're thinking, this is AC Milan, you know, they've got the likes of Rafael Liao, Giroud was coming back. Uh, to Exactly, Giroud was coming back to Stamford Bridge after spending a couple of years there. I think uh, as, as a fan base, um, there was some fear there that AC Milan would just, you know, dismantle the team. But, and like you said, Chelsea started slow. But momentum picked up, so I think uh, Chelsea, with Chelsea fans, it was more just they weren't sure what the outcome of the game was, but you know the team uh, changed things around. Okay, so in the other game, RB Salzburg beat Zagreb at home, and um, here's what uh, the log, the log, the, the, the log is um, pretty much on our hands. It's Chelsea. It's it's them, Southbeck on five points leading the pack, and Chelsea on on position to on four points. Zagreb, AC Milan exactly on four points as well, uh, tied tied up with Chelsea. And last it's Zagreb with three points. It's actually a pretty open group on its own. And the next game, the next game or games are actually crucial for them. Anyone here can qualify, and anyone here can drop out, even go to the Europa League. So it's actually a pretty affair encounter in this uh, uh, in this group. And was the Champions League favorite City was at home versus Copenhagen, and they put five goals past them. Obviously, first two goals. Who can you expect uh, to be scoring in the City's juggernaut? Obvious. Uh, obviously. So Haaland. It's obvious. <laughs> first ten minutes, Haaland again with a goal. Then in the next twenty-five minutes, it's a goal yet again. Went to the you, you, Pep is actually unpredictable. Kumbi, uh, uh, on, on half time, on, on that half time, uh, Alan was subbed off. No one expected that. Then, uh, second half, there were three different scorers, two different scorers, plus the own goal, uh, with Alvarez and uh, 200th appearance, uh, for Riyad Mahrez, which was kept off with the goal. Oh, uh, title favorites tag again. Yes, it's a case we have to admit it, even though I'm the other everything of Liverpool, but it's obvious that City starts the season with title favourites. Pep was just rotating the players or resting them for the match against Southampton on Saturday. Because sometimes he needs this fitness, especially of Haaland. So he wanted to ensure that at least 
if other players contribute the other 45 minutes versus Haaland, it would minimize the impact of injuries. Because right now, at this time in moment, City need Haaland and De Bruyne also. Because the supply has to be there from the kitchen. So that is also one of the things that Pep has managed to learn during the past season at Manchester City. That is, used to have supply and it's also have to have the finisher, the converter. Haaland. Haaland is, is a better version of Shearer. Most of us in our generation, we haven't have the privilege of watching Shearer. But that is exactly from what I saw. YouTube clicks, clips of Alan Shearer. Score free kicks. He does score with both feet. That's what Haaland is doing. Apex Predator. Instinctive Predator. That's what is Haaland doing. So for guys, in order to understand what Haaland is doing, I'll have to take you retrospect in terms of going back as far as 96 to show the prowess of Shearer. But no, you can do your own research and that's that's why I'm saying. Isn't it that season like they were, they, they were playing they were playing 42 games? I mean, the season that he had, uh, they were playing 42 games. It's that season that he managed to amaze 36, 35, if not 36 Premier League goals. Share what he did. Look, look at the teams that he played. Three teams that he played, of which most out of the three, Newcastle was better than Southampton in Blackburn. But first, before he went to Blackburn, Southampton he scored 30, 31 goals. In two seasons at Southampton. Then after the Premier League was formed, you went to Blackburn. What did you do? Consistent performance, scoring the same goals and helping the team win the Premier League title. 95. 95. 95, 95, 96 season. The only team that let him down was Newcastle. But in terms of... they were chokers at the end. Was forget this bed of mercenaries we're taking over everything. But on an individual perspective, he was actually having a good time playing Newcastle. Not a good time. Was having an exceptional time. Exactly. Maybe good times are an understatement, right? Exactly. An exceptional time, both for club and country. Because I still remember in the Euro of '96, he was the top goal scorer. I think for now we can ins. Okay. Also, the other game was beating Borussia Dortmund versus Sevilla. Then Sevilla was thrashed for one by Dortmund, and that was actually the last game of uh, Lopetegui was fired after he was sacked after the game. And um, there are some rumors that uh, the Wolves game, the they actually uh, like the the media actually the the name is there in the media that the, there's a fact and drawing that that Wolves. Um, considering like they fired they they fired. Large, right? So exactly after the game, it was really Dortmund with actually they were having a good time and Jude Bellingham Ropa, he was captain on the day and he doesn't he actually joined the team recently. Does it mean something that somebody will be you get will get him in summer but with a cost big bucks? Uh, captain on the day, he swore 21 and he's he already captain. And he's scoring a, a, a great assist on mm, Ra- Raphael. Mm, mm. Exactly. It's possible. I mean, Borussia Dortmund in recent years have been known to just, you know, manufacture great players and then they go with 
policy you've Obamiyang, you've got um Sancho. Sancho, exactly. So I think he may go, but you know he's going to be very, very, very costly. And he's he's so young, so mm. he's a prized asset for them. And he, he keeps I think the more he scores and assists, the more his value increases. So to be an interesting summer. Okay, I think is is uh, the next one on the chopping block. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in group group F, uh, it's Real Madrid, Shakhtar, Leipzig, and Celtic. And Real Madrid got down to their business. They played it. They were at home versus Shakhtar. They won two one goals from Rodrigo and Finishes was enough to be end. Real Madrid. They lost Blancos. The the perfect wins thus far in the Champions League. Um, uh, this far campaign uh, and also the, it was the return of Karim Benzema though he didn't uh, manage to get on the score sheet but uh, on its own though he looked a bit rusty but he, we can all expect that since it was, it's coming from uh, near, uh, an injury um, layoff he was out for a month so it's only a time will tell three wins out of three three wins out of three they're topping the league the, the log and we just expect more and more from them heading into uh, next week's match day four and in Group G, it's another uh, group that, that's very entertaining and also strong. Uh, it's Benfica, PSG, Tel Aviv and Juventus with Benfica and PSG locking on in Lisbon, uh, playing 1-1 draw. It's actually to, uh, to a 1-1 affair with goals from none other than uh, Leo Messi and uh, an own goal from um, Danilo. It's the 40th goal for Leo Messi. Uh, 40th, he scores the uh, versus the 40th opponent in European history, a record maker, and the guy is 35. Papi, not so long ago they said Messi is finished. <laughs> is it because of the World Cup form that is actually coming back to his fine best, or he needed that rest? Remember, he actually he had a, a quick. Uh, he actually cut his uh, his uh, holiday just to 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 go to come to PSG a bit earlier. Look, I think. Uh, I understand why people, maybe a season ago, were saying that Lionel Messi is now down and out. But remember, Lionel Messi came in from Barcelona after he had spent his whole footballing career at Barcelona. So I think for his first season at PSG, I think it was it was it was a season of acclimatizing to a new environment, new club, new system. So once he got all that out of the way, I think we see what Messi is doing uh, both for for PSG. And for Argentina, so I think he's in the perfect mindset, and he's in the perfect physical space to go on and 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 try to win the World Cup for Argentina. I think the line of Messi of old is back again. Okay, so he scored his hundred twenty seventh goal in this European uh, top competition, and um, also scored in six successive games, nearly in four years. What has been the difference? What has been the factors behind this stellar performance, uh, Ropa? From last year, from that move to Barcelona to last year and up to now. Last year he wasn't really, he's not even in the top 30 of the Ballon list. Oh. But right now he's one of the best in Europe, if not the best. Never know. Yes, I, I think like uh, Papi alluded to, you know, he was in a transition phase. Um, from going to Barcelona and all the squabbles with the management and then coming into PSG and you've the squabbles with Neymar and Pape, you know, and I think last season we talked about how, you know, his body language, mm. you know, was saying that he wasn't happy, but, you know, he, he he's not getting any younger. Yeah. Of course, he remains one of the greatest to ever do it, but I think he's like, you know what, these are my last years. I cannot let these 
um, factors, you know, affect my performance. And, you know, he's put that aside. And his goal was great link up with uh, Bape and, and Neymar. Neymar. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I think he's... And he, I, I, if I remember, he said this is his last World Cup as well. So, mm. I think right now, he's trying to get his fitness in for the World Cup. For, for the World Cup. And uh, Juventus are on three points. They play. They played against Tel Aviv and they won 3-1 at home. And the next week, they're playing big, it's a big-to-big game versus um, Tel Aviv. And can we, could be quick one, can you qualify for the next stage or you are actually beating them to the Europa League, to the Europa League um, phase? Definitely, they are going down. Europa League phase. And, you know, there's going to be restructuring of the technical team. Sooner or later, they are just delayed the inevitable. Okay, um, well, I think I think it's going to be a case of an of a, a fortunate event for Juventus. Remember that they they played uh, Tel Aviv. They won three 0 is it? Well, uh, Juventus. Mm. So now the return leg is three one. They won three one. Mm. The return leg is with the same opponent. With all respect to Tel Aviv, I think they they are one of the weakest teams uh, in, in in this uh, Champions League campaign. So I think if they manage to go. Uh, away and play at Tel Aviv and manage to grind a win. I think they'll have uh, a better chance for six points with two more games left. I think they, they might they might qualify. But remember, remember, Papi, Tel Aviv it's a, it's a punching bag for all the other team. Sorry, all the other teams like Inter Milan, Barcelona, and uh, yeah, definitely sorry, Inter Milan. Definitely. So at least mm. at least if you, if if you get six points. If you're Juventus and you're, you're playing with the so-called punching bag, with all due respect, yeah. uh, Tel Aviv, which you're saying it's a punching bag. Yeah. So what you need to do, if you're Juventus, you need to collect. They're going to. Points. They're going to. They're going next week. They're visiting uh, the new camp, and also they're supposed to go to Allianz Arena in Germany. So they're two tricky ties. They the away ties. So are they in that position to? They, they have a chance. Once they get six six points on, on that points column, I think, I think they might qualify. Okay, um, rightly so, guys. So, in, in the on in, on on Europa League, United avoid further humiliation after their debut defeat by coming from behind against uh, Cypriot Omnia Nicosia three two in Europa League. Whilst Aston East passed Boldo of Norway three uh, nil with goals from Edin Ketia as well, and a rocket from uh, that was a rocket from Kikirenti that uh, passed off the post and. Uh, Easy finish for Etiquette here to to put the game into bed. It's six. It's six. It's two games. It's six wins, six points out of six for for Arsenal. They play two games and they won two. The other game versus PSP wasn't played because of the of the Queen's the, the Queen's, Queen's, Queen's funeral exactly. Rafa. So it seems like the the Gunners are on the edge and the driving seat of uh, finishing uh, as as uh, the group leaders. Also United also United are uh, second on the log. Uh, uh, resuscitated leading the pack. They won yesterday. They won on Thursday again, and they are leading the uh, leading the pack going into the, the next round of fixtures. Meanwhile, in the Europa League, in the and also sorry, uh, in uh, Robert, Jose Mourinho actually was at home versus Real Betis. You welcome Manuel Pellegrini, Kumbi, and damn man, you lost. Yeah, it shows how in. Incomplete Jose Mourinho has become like in terms of his evolution as a manager. Because sometimes we thought that the change in his setup when he introduced the former assistant manager of Leo Nascimento. Mm. If my 
Bill says be correct. History is starting, not starting, but technical page would add new ideas and new dimensions, but clearly it hasn't. Nascimento is part of Jose Mourinho's staff, even at AS Roma. So we haven't seen that kind of an arrangement working out, partly because Mourinho is, lacks the acumen to evolve fully. Because remember, people are riding on the old Mourinho who was grabbing trophies left, right and center across different leagues. But now it has changed. Pellegrini has managed to evolve and it's not only his personal evolution but the evolution of Real Betis. Real Betis had started to make strides both domestic and in Europe. Because in domestic classes they finished fifth which is a tremendous achievement. And won the Copa del Rey. Yes. Which tremendous achievement for a team like Real Betis. Most people expect that from Sevilla. But you know, Sevilla is a bit crumbling. Crumbling like biscuits. But you no, know, the issue is it has become like a gaining momentum for Betis. And we see the victory against Roma in their own backyard, which is marvelous. I like the biscuits that are crumbling on the other side. <laughs> Thank you, Kobe. Um, so in uh, UEFA Conference League, Moya side was um, uh, uh, in Group B. They were, they played against under underlate and they defeated underlate one year in Belgium. And on loan, Arsenal forward Pepe scored the only goal for Nice in a 1-0 victory away to check outfit Slovako. And it seems like they're wanting, they want, they want points and they want to proceed, uh, want to proceed far, far in the, in the competition. So, oh, starting with you, uh, Ropa, who's been your player of the week in the Champions League? Oh, wow, you just put me because, on the spot uh, there. <laughs> could be, be Papi, you can also chip in. I can start. Mm-hmm. I think without a shade of doubt, I think it's Reese James, uh, a.k.a. Beast James, according <laughs> to, to, to Rob. I think he put in a stellar performance, a goal and assist, and he was causing havoc down that uh, right-hand side. For me, I definitely has to be Jude Bellingham. Hmm. But English players are over it. <laughs> um, you know what I'll give it to Erling Haaland there because we are still talking about him even though he was uh, on the bench in the second half so that means he made this mark okay so we actually we guys we actually sleeping on even the, the Napoli the, 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 the Napoli players even uh, Leo Messi like you said everyone yeah sleeping on them like special puppy said Rich James I, biased I'm not biased, but I think I think I think stats don't lie, uh, especially if, if you if you are involved in, in, in two goals in a match and you are a winger, uh, and it wasn't it's, it's not only because of, of the goal and the assist. Uh, if you have watched the game, he was running havoc down that uh, right hand side. So gave Leo a hard time. Gave Leo a hard time. Leo was 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 basically you know muted. So I think uh, Rhys James, I think it's justifiable to call in and, and assist. Okay, sure. and uh, the worst player, or should I say, uh, should I say a momish of the week, regarding be it a player or just a certain circumstance that lead that led to okay. uh, being a momish, joke. Momish, for me, uh, I'll go with uh, Lapotegi. Uh, he led his team to 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 to. to to an embarrassing uh, defeat, so I think, and eventually he got sacked. 
So I think he's my movie show, my flop of the week. Of the week. My flop of the week, Pablo Simeone. Sure. Yes. Yeah, look at what Atletico is performing in Champions League. Two defeats and they are bottom. Not third, but bottom. Which means they will not even make it to Europa if they continue with this kind of performances and results. And you know, the defeat against the defeat that they were experiencing it shows like players who are tired, dejected, demotivated, and you know, demoralized. And it's time for executive to, to make a change. Okay, great. So, Paku, um, let's round it off. Robert? I'm going to give this one to a team, AC Milan. Uh, my reason being, going into the game against Chelsea, I really expected them to have the upper hand because Chelsea were not doing very well, but they, they didn't perform. The hours, the rule, they were just quiet the entire match. Okay, come on. Uh, okay, Ropa. That's it, guys. Um, that was it for from the FOP crew. And next week, we actually will be there again for the next uh, finishing off the, the, the match day fours with two games to go. So we expect more from them. And we'll, together with, our, with the fans, we'll be there watching and be entertained as always. Um, so catch us on the next installment of the football, UEFA football show. And up next, it's FOP News by Miss Ropa from the FOP crew. It's a wrap. Thank <laughs> you.